Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the VR Download, a show broadcast live from within the Upload Virtual Studios. And I usually say a bunch of other blah, 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 but I'm going to skip all that. How's everybody doing this week? We're ramping up for the holiday season, and there's all sorts of fun stuff to talk about. I'm joined here by Ian. Ian, hi. This hello. is my first time in the new rebuilt studio. Is that is that a Matrix chair? It is actually yeah. yes. Would Would you like the red pill or the blue pill? I can never remember which one. I don't. I'll eat them both. I just took uh, yeah, them. Both. I'll just take them both. Yeah, yeah. that's the way yeah. to go. Oh wow! All right, so uh, Ian, we're gonna talk about uh, our Monday stuff. So this is all hardware, industry news, things like that. And if you're looking for game reviews and what are we playing, that kind of stuff happens on Thursdays in the same studio. Actually, we use the other studio. This is just the two-person studio right now. We've got all sorts of fun options now in the Upload Virtual Studios. I'm looking forward to maybe giving some uh, tours soon. Maybe I don't know. People are always interested in it. Want to say hello to all the folks out in uh, YouTube comment land. Hi, how are you? If you make fun comments and it's relevant to the conversation, we will share it on the show. So that's the value of watching this live. You should definitely like and subscribe and mash all the buttons. Now I'm now I sound like a uh, I'm a YouTuber now. <laughs> well, I mean, you're a virtual YouTuber, so it's not quite the same thing. Like we take the headset off, we go back I, it, to being it, in, in real world. Do we no, know? I we'll I see. Mean, yeah. Do... <laughs> Just get out of one event and into another. Yep. The way it works. All right. Well, hey, uh, let's go ahead and get into the news for this week. I think we've got some fun stuff and definitely going to mispronounce some things. So <laughs> let's let's get into it. <laughs> All right. Our first news piece this week is the NVIDIA $399 RTX 3060 Ti. And it it's apparently the most affordable Ampere. Am I saying I, that I right? So, Am yeah. Ampere? Yeah. Uh, generation card yet. So that's the current generation. It's supposed to be, it claims to be, uh, performance similar to the 2080. And look at this. Stevie the TV is providing us with a graph. So what do we think about this? I mean, what, well, first of all, Ian, what card do you have? Currently? This is a 2080 in my PC down there. and it works fine i i haven't had a need to kind of i i'm not a flight simulator person so i haven't felt a need to like really amp yeah. that up to the to the po best possible level but um yeah the 28 is working so, great do we do we really think that this uh is anytime you change generations and then you try to compare it to the previous generations it's not it's like comparing uh, Granny Smith apples to Gala apples. They're still both apples, but they're different flavors. So, I mean, what, what's your take yeah, on they, this? The thing about the chip companies is they tend to like embed new technologies in each new generation. So maybe they don't uh, necessarily chart outright uh, on the new generation of cards. Um, maybe it takes a little bit of time for whatever new technology they've embedded in the, the next generation of cards to actually be adopted by uh, the entire industry out there and actually take advantage of some of that stuff that wouldn't actually be that wouldn't be the case for like a super um where it's like still part of the rest of the generation and it's just a more affordable version um with a lot of power but like it's one of those things where uh 
you kind of want you got to decide whether you're buying the first of the next generation or the last of the previous generation. Mm. And yeah, I'm kind of stuck right now. I have a my my the my PC VR computer, the one that I use for Link and any you know PC gaming that I do. It has a 1070 in it mm, still, and you know you use the word affordable, and I'm I'm that is such a subjective term that I mean, what is an affordable card? I don't want to drop five, six, seven hundred dollars on the next technology to have bleeding edge graphics or whatever. But at the same time, I don't want to be left behind. You know, well, affordability is always a relative term, especially when you've got the quest at three hundred dollars. Right. That's the that's always the elephant in this room when we're having these discussions about graphics cards. It's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you could go buy any of the graphics cards that are out there and it's any of them are going to be more expensive than a quest. So it's like affordability is it's a completely different environment so like what are you buying your graphics card to do is kind of the core question and if there's a lot of quest owners out there that want to go get a pc for that next level of vr gaming then this is going to be the type of uh graphics card you're going to want to consider you know a conversation that we haven't had as much recently it still happens but it's not as prevalent is the uh the whole min spec the whole what what computer do i need versus what do i really want to be able to do pc VR. did you see this and i feel like this sort of you see yeah. the specs for metal of honor they're 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 absurdly high they're just at this at the very high end and then earlier this year we had half-life alex which kind of bumped it up mm-hmm. a little bit uh at least i think in the ram department you had to have a lot of ram where a lot of the min spec yeah. machines didn't have that before and the thing I thought about with Medal of Honor, you t- tell me if you think this theory might be true. Do you think Medal of Honor was targeted for a Rift 2? Mm. That's interesting. I hadn't really given that much thought because I have been saying my whole life, okay, I, and, and I'm going to date myself here, so just deal with me. You can even throw an OK Boomer at me if you want, <laughs> even though I'm not one. Um, he always has to say he's I not remember, a boomer. So if you call him OK Boomer, I'm not. He'll defend himself, but we know the truth. I'm not. I was born in '79. That's not <laughs> Boomer. Anyway, uh, I remember when um, I guess it was Doom when Doom first came out. The computer that I was running couldn't handle it. Like there were all these games coming out that my current computer couldn't handle, and so. I had to upgrade, put more RAM, get a different video card. I think actually I got my very first actual video card when I moved in. I, you know, you have the little VGA with 256 megabytes of RAM or whatever. I actually got a real legit, it was like a Voodoo, you know, something like that, Banshee or something. That drove me to go get new hardware because it was a software I wanted to, yeah. to, to play. Once I had the hardware, I went, ooh. What's the next piece of software that will run well on this card? And so software drives the hardware, hardware drives the software, and it keeps incrementally getting bigger and better. This, I think, is just that step is uh, needing some high-end card to be able to play Medal of Honor, which that's a title that everybody's very aware of. So I I don't know. I I think we're just seeing the natural progression of what we're used to in the PC industry translating over into the VR. Yeah. And and I think it's a smart thing. It's kind of a, it kind of feels like at some point 
pretty quickly there around what 2017, uh, maybe maybe late 2017, that the PC manufacturers realized that VR wasn't going to be the market builder that they expected it to be for for like the PC market. Mm-hmm. And I think by this generation of card, you're starting to see. You know, there was a period there where they were putting VR technologies into the cards, uh, the the virtual link on the back, and, and they, link, they've abandoned yeah. all mm-hmm. that stuff. Um, and we're starting to see them settle around, like just let's let's increase the frame rates, let's increase the resolution, uh, let's increase the detail and the lighting, uh, so there's more dynamic lighting. Um, all those things are getting added, but it, it it's only like it only has like a side effect on VR of making VR better. It's not a direct uh, advance. And I think that's kind of the problem I'm thinking mm-hmm. of with these graphics cards is that they're not doing the thing that everyone wants out of their PC VR, which is making it wireless easily. And I, I don't know when we're going to have that. When are we going to have a PC, you know, a really easy to use PC based piece of hardware that's not expensive that lets you do VR wirelessly. Like, I feel like this is almost, yes, it'll make your graphics look great, but it's not going to make your game significantly better. I wonder, because I've been through this myself, I wonder how many people are looking at these new juicy cards and going, ooh, I really want this. But then they have like an i5 with 8 gig of RAM, and and this is going to be the most expensive piece of their kit going forward. That That's not good. There's a lot of people, I think, th- when when the cards continue to increment like this and come out, new things come out, you're only, your target audience is only that upper certain percentage. I don't want to put a number on it, but an upper percentage of folks who have computers powerful enough to be able to run this sort of thing. Because these have min spec as well, I would imagine. I mean, to some degree, I've never actually looked at that. Do video cards have min spec? Hmm. I bet there is. I mean, you're gonna have a bad experience. Know, you're that. gonna have a bad experience if you hook it up to yeah. the wrong hardware. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I think that the target audience for this sort of thing, uh, I don't know. That's an it's interesting. Tough. thought. I, I don't know. Now, that somebody it's VR made a people. comment. Yeah, it, VR people. Yeah, are they getting yeah. these cards? Um, I see. That's the thing. I don't know. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna the, the comment that I have here is that um, about the Bitcoin rush. Anakazi says the Bitcoin rush screwed the first two years of consumer VR. And the reason that Anakazi is saying that is because uh, it drives the price up. The value of these have gone, have stayed high. Like I expected cards to be, I don't know, 200 bucks. You know, where's that $199 card that is super powerful that I can afford? Where is it? It's not there because they know the demand is because of Bitcoin. Where is the darn steam machine that's VR capable? It's like, I understand why Valve sort of abandoned that, but it's, you know, it's, it was such an obvious thing and it's just missing from the world. (laughs) It's just not there, never existed. No one ever knows what it, what it would have been. But like it's, I think there's a there was a significant amount of people out there that want the freedom of a PC, without necessarily the hassle of having to build it yourself. And the question is, how mm-hmm. low can you get the price by doing that, and and still have it be a reliable machine? And and I, Valve or someone like that needs to do it. You know, you could answer all of these requests by just making VR available on the Xbox <laughs> with. Yep. 
with yep. I mean no, seriously, yeah, that's... that's all the Xbox X1 SX2 <laughs> plus 05 whatever it's called it's they could just make that VR compatible and let it run yep. Windows let it run Steam. I, they've got let to. it run I, I mean I think they've, they've let Windows Mixed Reality age so much they need to have an overhaul when they do it but it's all there all the bones are there mm-hmm. they need to do it Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I developed for Windows MR. I did HoloLens development. It, it's a solid infrastructure. It would definitely, if they put a little effort into it and made it a little bit more uh, universally available and actually pushed it, uh, I think that that would be a major contender. So I, I brought, uh, I brought this up before, but I don't know why more people don't know about Illumi Room, right? I always was impressed with Illumi Room as a platform for Microsoft to explore. The thing that always got me about Illumi Room was it seemed to have environmental understanding that we really need in the mm-hmm. VR space. And it's easy to imagine an Xbox that knows where your couch is and where you need to go sit down when you don't want to stand up. And like, I think if, if yeah. Microsoft really gets that environmental understanding locked down, that's going to be an incredible device. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can't help but notice the RTX 3090, ridiculous amount of VRAM. $1,500. $1,500. I am blown away at a 15 Like, I wouldn't spend $1,500 on a complete PC set right now. And only because I'm stingy. But <laughs> that just that one piece, I can't imagine spending $1,500 on a video card. Who is the target audience for that? Leading edge people. That's it. Or I guess maybe, you know, enterprise. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much enterprise... Uh, usage that would get but i mean if you look down just three teraflops less for 700 and then 10 less than for 500 i always love when they talk teraflops it's like what can i do with a teraflop i don't know it's like yeah it's a teraflop what's what does it matter these these charts like yeah i mean to your point it's the software that drives it and um i think we need to see like it's 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 going to be real interesting to see how medal of honor sort of lands um, and think about what that represents to the PC VR community. Like Alex was an incredible show of, of strength for Valve, in, in oh, my yeah. opinion. And I don't know, you know, Facebook abandoned PC. They should. I mean, they they just turned it into a link cable. Um, for the rest of you know the future of Facebook's VR efforts, and and I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know that we'll see anyone but Valve investing in PC VR. So yes, Xbox could add VR, but that's not PC VR if if they brand it that way. True, true. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I always struggle with the concept of what is an actual triple A title. And like, like, how do you define, oh, that's a triple A studio. Oh, that one's, that's an indie studio, but that's triple A studio. This indie studio spent a million dollars more than this triple A studio, but they're still triple A. It's like, it's like a Michelin star restaurant. How do you get that rating? (laughs) You know? And I think we are going to see more uh, emphasis put on to getting triple A titles into VR over the course of the next six to nine months. I think there might be, be on quest. some stellar stuff. They'll be on quest. I mean, well, will they be, will they be? I mean, I mean, Facebook's I'm, going to, everything I mean, I that know. Facebook's going to fund is going to be quest first or quest only. It's just a question of whether Microsoft and Sony and even valve maybe 
gets behind some of these some of those VR projects to get them on systems other than Quest. And I get PlayStation and Sony, and we're, we're expecting that, but we, yeah. we have to yet to see the, the big confirmed projects. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let's take, for example, Lo-Fi. You know, from the Technoless developer, Lo-Fi is going to be a very epic AAA-style type of game for PC VR. And it's coming soon to headsets near you but you know it's not just a quest game it's a pc vr game it's been in production for however long i just knocked over a bottle of water how you know is this sort of thing still going to be around because you can't do this on quest uh well i mean, I mean there's way too much until going wireless on gets here right i mean that's the thing about wired is yeah. like the, the wire just constricts so much of the market opportunity right and and there's so many people mm-hmm. that love pc vr and i value and i've i've always valued pc vr and i always will because it's the only true open platform for vr right now you can go out and buy your own pieces put them all together in your living room and at the end of the day have a have an experience of a place that isn't actually there like that's magic to me i love mm-hmm. that but it reduces how big of an opportunity VR is for the developers out there. Blair would be an interesting person to talk to, uh, the developer of... of uh, I just, well, yeah, I, I just blanked yeah. on the name. Um, because he has been so focused on PC VR for so long, but he has kind of come around, yeah. I think, to the idea that he needs to be on the biggest platform. Um, I'm, I don't want to put words in his mouth. I, I, I want him here to speak for it, but like... I think he's come around to wanting to be on quest, right? Well, the thing is this game will be on quest at launch through the use of a link mm. or through virtual desktop streaming, however you want to play it. Uh, but will it be untethered on quest? That's probably a hard no, uh, or at least not until some magic voodoo until shows Facebook up to allow that or, kind of thing to yeah. happen. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah, here's the get early access. Do 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 do. do. Yep. And PlayStation Five. Well, I mean, I see that. Yeah. Very cool. No, I don't know. I mean, I I think we're going to see uh, a demand. I mean, obviously, the reason we're talking about PC VR is because of the video cards. I think that Nvidia and uh, you know AMD or whatever the video card makers still want PC VR to exist. But at the same time, there's just that good old fashioned will it run crisis type of mentality. And uh, your your bleeding edge PC master race type of people are going to go out and get the latest and greatest. And and I think these companies know that. I think they know that that is always going to be that first initial chunk of their sales. And then they can lower the cost a little bit and get the next group in. Yeah. So I think this is just standard, standard yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's move on to the next piece of news that we have. Yet another opportunity for me to mispronounce something. <laughs> the Vario XR3 LiDAR powered with 12 megapixel pass through at 90 hertz. The new Vario XR3 and VR3 headset feature automatic IPD adjustments with eye tracking and foveated rendering. And that's just the beginning, yep. Ian. The, the, these headsets sound really hopped up what do you think yeah i had a conversation with someone about this where i think i think there's an opportunity for a macbook pro of vr 
uh, I'll call that's that's the way I'll I'll put this. I think the Quest is probably the equivalent of maybe a Mac Mini. There's like I don't even know if there's an Apple equivalent because Apple just doesn't care about gaming uh, at the same way others do. So it's it's hard to find an analogy for what the Quest represents. But I think there's a there's a product category above that bottom product category for you know everyone for going into VR and spending eight hours of time for work. And it's a product category that does not exist, and it won't exist until the headsets are way lighter and visually they're getting some doing something visually, maybe a verifocal that relaxes your eyes in a way that um the headsets none of the headsets today do varjo is not doing that yet but i feel like xr4 xr5 xr6 is on a collision course with whatever facebook ends up doing to try to get those eight hours a day workers into vr and i think this is kind of like a preview if if like Facebook shipped a Rift 2. I bet it would have been some something similar to this at a very different price tag. Um, now, that's that's saying a lot, right? I, every feature that gets packed into these headsets is up to being chopped off, like to save money. And Facebook is very particular about mm-hmm. cutting off as much money as they can. But what I find so interesting about these headsets is a LiDAR, right? So iPhone 12... And the most recent iPad Pro both have LiDAR on them. And I use them to scan um, a couple rooms at my house so that I could have uh, those memories before I changed the the rooms around. And it was as simple as downloading an app, pointing the iPad around the room, and then hitting save or process. And I had a 3D scan of my environment. You know, I'm trying to hold Facebook's feet to the fire as much as I can. Uh, it's what me and my team are, are doing. We we ask them the hard questions, um, and we we try to get out of them the most honest answers we can. I mean, we're just going to get corporate speak out of them, but it's important that we we put on the record what their efforts are. That said, mm-hmm. I understand why they don't give developers access to the access to the cameras. All it takes is one bad actor, and everything in your room yeah. is in someone mm. else's server. Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's a challenge. It really is a challenge. But at the same time, it's the type of challenge that stifles progress. So there's they need APIs. It's, they it's, need it, ways to anonymize yep. the data, and they're and they're working at it. And I and I think it's just people like um, Guy Godin, Virtual Desktop. You know, mm-hmm. they that product needs access to APIs that other apps don't necessarily need access to. Like that app needs serious uh permission and uh you know i think it could do more if it had more apis that 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 aren't there and um Mm -hmm. it's yes there there maybe there's maybe a tier of access where they could they could trust sources but look what just happened to facebook right they had an app platform where they let apps pull users data and then store it. And all they had to do was say, we don't store it, but they, they were allowed to. They, 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 could do, they could physically do it if they wanted. And all they really required was like a, a promise that you're not going to do it. And I don't think that's 
I don't think a promise is enough of a deterrent to misuse. Yeah, no, at the very least, we need a pinky <laughs> swear. Okay. At the very least, pinky yeah. swear. No, I get it. It's it's a slippery slope, and I, I really appreciate both sides to this debate. I really do, because while I want to see MR, mixed reality, in its potential form using this new technology come to be, I also respect and appreciate the fact that there is a very good chance that it could be uh, fallen into the wrong hands, could be used for yeah. evil. I get it. I, I totally, and I think most people would get yeah. that. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. This 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 is an exciting setup. You know for what me. I, I, I I'd love to see an app like yeah. Spatial or uh, Immersed on these headsets. I, I'd be really curious mm. to see what they do with these types of APIs. Yeah, yeah, I do believe that there is some uh, really good possibilities and potential for mixed office environment. I mean, you know. Virtual Ian sitting at my real yeah. desk just because I have a headset on would be yeah. really cool. I think yeah. that's a that's yeah. that's what Michael Abrash at Facebook's research is. That's that's his. T I think that's the entirety. I think that's the mission of Facebook research right now is to deliver what you just described. Yeah. And you know, this yep. I think is showing us one version of what that next generation headset might look like. Well, FRL's just right down the street. I'll go <laughs> knock on the door and tell Abrash that's yeah. what we're looking for. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, let's move on to the next piece of news then, because this one's fun as well. Qualcomm says new GPU is 35% faster than Oculus Quest 2s. It's the, let's see, uh, Qualcomm is announcing its 2021 flagship chipset this week. It claims the new GPU 35% more powerful. I is that, I mean, we're talking about that, what is it, the 888 or something like that? It sounds like an airplane model, but what do we know about this yeah, chip? Yeah, we're looking at it as a possible candidate for the next Quest. We're thinking that this might be the next Quest chip or some variant of it would be the next Quest chip. And that makes it extremely interesting for, uh, obviously, our audience. And so there's, there's plenty of people out there, you know, the, there's that cartoon out there of people waiting uh, until VR is good enough for them and they miss the whole, you know, they're at 90 and now they're no mm -hmm. longer, uh, you know, they're dead. They're, they, they, they die and now they, <laughs> VR passed them up. They kept waiting for too long. Um, there's plenty of people out there waiting for Quest 3 or whatever they're going to call it. And this, mm -hmm. they're going to want to know, maybe they go out there and try Quest 2 and they're like, you know, that's really good, but that thing is still heavy, right? It's too heavy for me. That, that, that would be this, I can understand Plenty of people putting on the headset and having that reaction. Yeah, that's really cool, but it's too heavy for me. That's a pretty solid reaction to putting on the Quest. Um, Quest 3 and this chip might enable uh, more trade-offs than they, they were able to make with Quest 2. And that could be the thing that puts us over the threshold. Um, I'm really curious. We're, we're, we, we debate it. When we have Heaney in here in the studio, we're going to have a debate over, you know, what will the Quest 3 look like and how far off is it and things like that. And there's people at Facebook making all of those trade-offs right now. The thing that the thing I hope to see is um, others adopting this chip, right? That's what everyone kind of is begging for. I, I mentioned this to someone, too, that I am hearing almost universal fear about Facebook. And I'm talking from people that are making lots of money off of Facebook. 
right? So that's that's a lot to say. Like there are people we we've this has been in our reporting, um, but we're we're still catching it. But there was the Bloomberg article um that listed off all the developers having trouble with Facebook. Um and all I want to express is that people who are making a lot of money off of Facebook are even scared of Facebook and it's universal across the board. And the we've been saying it for years and they are saying it. We need competition, right? If if there's no competition here in the next year and a half or two years, it's basically the the what the iPhone was uh back in 2007. I remember Google coming out and saying if we didn't make Android there would have been only one mobile operating system. And it was that was more or less the pitch for Android is here's an alternative to mm-hmm. the one mobile operating system. And that's what the VR developers out there are begging for right now. So there needs to be Google or Apple or someone using this chip to make a competitor for the Quest as well. And I don't know if that's going to happen. I, it's it's one of those weird areas of the market where it's just not big enough for some companies to, to think it's interesting. There are a few people in the chat, and I, I tend to agree with them, uh, who are saying that the possibility that this chip that we're talking about right now is still going to be that flagship item by the time Quest 3 comes out. There might be a triple nine or a triple ten. Yeah. Oh, God, don't do that. Uh, yeah, there might be something new that comes out since then. I mean, if you look at the iterations that Facebook skipped in terms of options, I mean, we all thought that the chip was going to be, you know, like the 850 or what. I can't remember what numbers they were, but we always thought we, we thought Quest 2 was going to be a lower chip. When it came out with the XR chip, it's like, oh, cool. You know, that's that's fantastic. Um, I wonder if there will be an XR3, XR4, XR5 that runs parallel to this chipset and that this one's more for non VR, XR, AR stuff. And then I don't know. I mean, we don't know what Qualcomm's uh, full scope of their line is going to be done. Yeah. What's their way? And we don't know how big of a customer Facebook is to them, right? So, what kind of deals they have for working together. Facebook is, I think, very invested in them right now. That's one of the things that's key to the story is this chip is expected to cost quite a bit more than the chip inside the current Quest. And Mm -hmm. that can have a lot of follow-on effects. Like this chip may only go into a high-end product um, or something like that. But Or it's going to be attached to extra sensors. Maybe the next headset has the face you know, senses your facial movements or your eye movements or senses more the environment because they have better cameras. And because they have better cameras, they're doing more processing um, of that data. And that's what all those things, that's what all these, that's what the processor might do. Um, And I'm curious to see kind of like what Facebook or others choose to do with that chip. It's, It's kind of an open, there's a lot of ways it could be used. It's not just the chip that gives Quest its performance. It's, you know, the amount of RAM, the structure, the way it's built. I mean, mean, like you put the battery, if you put the battery on the back of the headset, get a lot of the compute out of the front. I mean, maybe take the compute out. But if you put the battery back here and have it running to the front, like you start seeing things that could be balanced a lot better, weigh a lot better, feel a lot better. I think that the Elite Strap, which I'm using on my Quest 2 right now, 
I believe that that was a test that Facebook Oculus put that out there as a test to see if people are willing to have the battery on the back of their head. It's funny. I went to go point to the back of my head and my hand disappears. I love that. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, they could, uh, and they could put I a camera back there a, if they have the battery. Like they have a lot of wiring in between the straps. Absolutely. They could even fix that track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you if you look at uh, a Hololens, I mean that's <laughs> it's they they take full advantage of both sides and the back and everything. It's you know it's a very very uh, well thought out piece of kit. So I, I'll be curious to see. I mean, uh, as chips go ahead and get, keep coming out and getting better and better, I don't know if I necessarily want Facebook to jump on this chip. <laughs> Maybe leave their options open for. Future uh, chips. I'll I'll wait until the next generation. Yeah. Well, that's that's the debate we'll have in Heaney in this studio sometime. Is you know, is Facebook going to make a absolutely two S or a three or you know a two Pro or something yep. like that? Yep, yep. Well, you know, since we're talking about Quest Two at this point, let's talk about the next piece of news, which is that the Quest Two launch surges Facebook Steam VR usage share beyond fifty percent. Beyond 50%. Uh, let's see here. More Steam VR gamers now use Oculus Quest headsets than Valve's own index, according to its monthly hardware survey data. Now, I have I have more than one question about this. Uh, and, and I don't recall exactly or not, but was the index meant to be a reference design? Or was it actually meant to be the product? Both. I think it was, I think it was a reference design. Um... Okay, yeah, I think it's. I think it's, because, Valve did exactly what they wanted to. They they partnered with HP and gave some of their tech to them to help improve the HP headset. Okay, uh, why then? Give is, is, is it is it availability of the product? Is it the price of the product? Is it the uh, marketing of the product? Price. Why wouldn't the index be higher in its share? Yes, it's, it's price. It's a thousand dollar kit that requires a PC versus. Now we 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 have our guide where we're like, these are all the accessories you should buy for a Quest. You should check out the VR cover. Or you should check out, you know, a lens insert to cover up your lenses and all these things. And then one of the one we added it this year is a PC. We added a PC as an accessory to a quest. That's funny. And it was kind of like funny to kind of reverse the whole um yeah. the whole thing of the last few four years. And I don't know. Um Yeah. Just Yeah, I not I don't know. I mean, the idea that a mobile first headset is more than fifty percent share on a PC. It was platform. inevitable. It's, that, it's mind-boggling. Not a lot of people expected it, but it was inevitable. Heaney's been expecting it, you know. I wonder, I wonder if Heaney had a bet on what date it would happen. Like, you know, I, I'm curious if he had an expectation. Because, I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, this was inevitable. It just was a matter of time. You know, I don't know if you guys in your communications with Facebook Oculus have asked this question, but how are link cable sales going? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Like very specifically link cables, because you need to have a cable to be able to have 50% plus on the Steam hardware. So it's not it's, well, it's I mean, any I guess USB you could cable do. or any two yeah. plus cable. Um, but it's still your, your, your point. I'm curious how good their sales are because it's, it's a $79. It's an expensive product that you could get for $15 or $10 if you really wanted. You might already have it in your house. But mm-hmm. uh, there's plenty of people who want that extra 
distance. I wonder how much of the success of Quest as a platform on Steam comes from the fact that they've changed the minimum requirements. I don't know if that's the right term to use for the cable to connect the headset to the PC. Mm. So you used to have to have 3.0. It had to have a certain speed. And now it's just like, yeah, any old cable will do it. Just not really, but I can't wait to see the the January report. The whatever report we get out of Steam VR in January is going to be astounding. It could be, it could, maybe we'll have to wait until February to see it actually reflected because of all the people getting it right at the end of the month. But I think, I think the percentages are going to be astounding next year. So we got a few questions here. Uh, Redline Joe's says, no, the cable is not required. Most people on Quest platform are playing with no cable. So I'm assuming he's talking about virtual desktop. Yeah, and I don't think that's um, true. I mean, there's a lot of people using virtual desktop, but I, uh, I it's yeah. a tough question to ask whether that's the majority. Yeah, G Dog Cheeseburger wants to know: Do you think that the link cable is worth the price? The official cable, and no comment. But yes, you should have a link cable, in my opinion. Whatever it's, one you can afford to get. It's, too ex- it's tough. If you see, that's a really tough question. You've got a lot of variables to decide if that's worth it. I, I would personally go for a, a USB extender and a cheap 2.0 cable. And if you want a better experience down the line, get the $79 one. But that's just me. That's different for every person. Exactly. Exactly. It is different for every person. But uh, yes, we do recommend that you check it out however it is you want to do it. Maybe search through your eight boxes of cables. If you're anything like me, you have eight boxes of cables. You don't know what they're for, but you don't want to get rid of them because you're a pack rat and want to keep all your tech. One of those cables might provide you with some taste of it and then you can decide whether you want the good one or yeah. not. It's your call. It's your call. Uh okay. Um is there anything else that we can say about the survey and the 50%? I mean, no. Any predictions for next yeah, month? I mean, I mean, you mentioned it, but I think it's a, 75%? It, it, honestly, <laughs> it could be. I I mean, I think that's how significant of a Christmas Facebook has set itself up for. It could dwarf dwarf previous christmases for vr just just make it a, a whole well, if size you're anything bigger. like me and you're getting non-stop barrage of questions from family and friends hey i know you're in vr so what do you recommend it's, fun. it's funny I've, it, I've been recommending yeah. vr for, this is the first year i have actually looked at my paycheck and wondered can i buy the headset for family Right, like you know, it's yeah. it's one of those things where I've had I've had Gear VR, I've had Oculus Go, I've had every headset, and I bought a fair number of them for myself uh, without you know just because I needed to have them or I felt like I needed to have them. This is the first time where it's where I've had these conversations with like my mom and go, all you need to do is log into Facebook, right? That's 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 a pretty substantial moment as as much as we understand and report and 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 are following (laughs) i don't think it was hard for facebook to make facebook accounts optional a lot of this conversation about the facebook accounts thing just gloss over that little moment that we could have had where facebook accounts could have continued to be optional and they could have buried oculus accounts under there and there's you know you could have still 
burrowed in and used a, an Oculus account if you really wanted. But, you know, they could have done that way. In my opinion, I think they, that would have been a fine route. So let me just put that out there before I say, <laughs> um, it's really easy to be able to tell your friends and family, all you got to do is spend $300 and log into Facebook. And you'll have a great experience with that headset. You will probably won't use it every day, but it'll be an amazing experience when you do. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been telling people is just go, you know, order it, pick it up at a store, however you want. I'm not encouraging folks to go into stores, but the curbside pickup is always an option. I, It's hard not to give the option and say 300 bucks gets you VR. The only restriction is, is that you're not allowed to be anonymous. And that really is Facebook's uh, agenda with this. And I'm, I go back and forth on it. I really do. Uh, I really do. I'm concerned about, you know, compare a social media platform like Twitter to Facebook, to Reddit, Mm -hmm. to Instagram, you know, depending on the level of, uh, specific personal info that links you gives you accountability i think is what it is i mean you can't have something like horizon which is supposed to be facebook's big social play you can't have horizon and anonymity at the same time at least not in there the way they're trying to you know it's funny i loved uh one of the did you see the vr chats uh program um they've got a they've got a new subscription program on vr chat yeah, plus. Yeah. VR chat plus. That looks yeah. like a dating program to me. Interesting. I mean, that the, the, just the marketing of it uh, looks like uh, the marketing of, of dating apps where you have access to a free service and then you can upgrade for like more visibility. That's pretty much, I think, the way most of the dating apps work. Um, I, I, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm just, you know, seeing too much there, but. One of the things that they had on their list of, of what that VR Chat Plus gives you is increased trust, I think is the way they worded it. And that might be a very interesting route around um, this, this, this problem. Like, what if you could go in and have a great experience with someone you met in VR, and then you both mutually choose to show your real identities? after a certain amount of time yeah hmm that's that's a that's a good point that 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 might be a fun method to you know find some furries to date (laughs) (laughs) i mean i I mean it's vr chat right i'm either dating a meme or a furry i mean and there's not 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 that there's anything wrong with that i just see if people i think you know what the expectation is i think the numbers (laughs) in vr chat have proven that there is a significant audience globally who care about that um and if they can turn that into a dating platform holy crap Uh, that's more power to them yeah yeah i have nothing but the utmost respect for the group that has created vr chat wonderful group of people i highly recommend if you haven't done vr chat to go check it out the variety of worlds and avatars and everything it's just amazing i mean it really is but you have to be prepared for it you know you have to be prepared for what it's going to be i walked into a i was in vr chat i walked into a mcdonald's (laughs) and it was three hundred little you know uh do you know the way you know kind of people and i'm just like i'm 
going crazy. Like that's it was just an entire room full of no. that. So much fun. So <laughs> much. Fun. I don't get it. But... I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I one day I will get it. But I feel like I feel like I need to wait yeah. and just you know when it gets. I don't know. I, I I'm not ready to see what you've just seen. I like. I can't. Oh yeah, knuckles everywhere. No, That's all I, I can say. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Hey, let's move on to the next piece of news here. So it uh, looks like the HP Reverb G2 with index <laughs> controllers. We've talked about this. Is absurd. I love. I love the wording here. Absurd, expensive, and the best. The absolute best. What, what Jamie tried this yep. out, right? Uh, we went back and forth on that headline. We we talked about it, and was, I, I think it was Zena that suggested it, and we're like, "Yep, that's the one," because it yeah. is absurd and it is the best. I mean, like <laughs> you need the you need great controllers and the great tracking of the, and it's just it's it's an interesting combo. And Jamie had such, you know, he was out there. Please give Jamie some kudos out there. You know, complain. You know. Letting everyone know what the problems were with that headset yep. right at review time. Oh, yeah. can clap. Yeah. Every time you clap, your hands disappear. And okay. then he went out and, and, and uh, I can't remember who uh, who did this first, but he, he has some kudos to give out in that article for who uh, sort of tried this first. But, you know, it's like if you wanted a great simulator experience, you want to go drive some cars in VR, you want to fly some planes in VR, go get the Reverb G2. And then if you want to go play Alex, you could go attach the index controllers. And it's as simple as that. But you're spending an arm and a leg to do it. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to spend that much for something so absurdly awesome. But <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> yep. Exactly right. You know, proof of concept stuff is great. You know, the abil- the fact that this can happen is good well, enough for me that it's I love that you brought it out that it can work and this is what i was thinking about with this where we, we had a discussion with david where at one point david had a setup where he was using a pimax uh steam vr base stations made by either htc or valve i can't remember which i think it was valve and then a headset made by another like it was sorry it was index controller from valve base stations from htc and the pimax headset the three completely different companies all making one hardware system that works together. And it was it's genius uh, that it all, it was amazing that it all worked together. What I'm wondering is if this is like a preview of Valve getting ready for the next generation of that interoperability in their Steam VR system. So what if like, mm. what if with the next generation of whatever Valve does in VR, you could pick up multiple types of controllers and hold them in your hand and the headset would recognize what controllers you have in your hand like what if you picked up an xbox controller and the system automatically knew you had an xbox controller and the and steam only gave you controller games um those are the types of things that can happen with like the next generation of of what we're seeing here you've got windows do microsoft doing the environmental capture of just just recognizing where the headset is in the room but it's very easy to imagine that headset recognizing what controllers are in your hands um and and sort of giving you a lot a lot of additional things you can do in vr in the next generation i wonder if there's any level of 
sensor fusion, I guess, would be the right uh, way to describe it. Because you said that headset is not being tracked by the base stations, but the controllers are. So that headset has its position, but then also these controllers have their own. I wonder if they're any i wonder if steam vr does any talking i don't think so but i think that's exactly what i'm getting at i think it will i think that's what we Mm -hmm. so their comment about six months ago now i want to say when they announced open xr support was that new features in steam will be attached to open xr so it's it's easy to imagine a uh agreement between microsoft and valve where they agree hey for the next two years all of our stuff needs to work together beautifully. And it's all going to be based on this open standard. That's that's actually, uh, that could explain, if they had that kind of agreement, that could ex- help explain why Facebook abandoned PC VR so quickly. It's a dead end. Because they know that they can't yeah. keep up? Well, well hmm. uh, Valve and Microsoft, if they have an agreement about how the operating system is going to work together and what access they get, it's and it's based around OpenXR. All Facebook needs to do is support OpenXR to the bare minimum um, on PC VR in order to work well mm-hmm. with others while also having their exclusive ecosystem on Quest. I have to give some major props to Valve and the Steam VR setup. Having fifty percent of your users be a non-Valve company that you didn't like you may have worked with at some point or have a relationship with all you'd have to do is turn off support for that headset and all those numbers go differently, but they really choose to care about the ecosystem as a whole and not be too selfish in terms open of XR. I think that's true with doing. open XR, but I think this is kind of what we're getting mm-hmm. at how open XR serves them and potentially other and and their partners in the PC ecosystem. Uh, it's like it's almost like a moat that kind of keeps Facebook away from this ecosystem that Valve's built for itself with Steam. Um yeah, I I'm yeah, but I guess my I don't I don't think Valve is very self-interested. Like they don't they yes, they care about the ecosystem and they need to have multiple headsets connecting with Steam in order for that to work. But it's all the stealth Steam games, right? It's not like, it's not altruism. True. That's true. That's true. It doesn't matter what headset you're using. You're buying the game on their yeah. platform, so it's a win-win. I get that. That's that's pretty valid. Yeah, I, you know, I wonder if... I mean, we're literally in our own little digital version of, like, the Cola Wars at this point, you know? And I wonder if valve thought they'd be in that when they decided to explore vr i mean obviously oculus was committed to that but i wonder if i wonder if valve knew they were getting into this level of <sighs> friendly competition you know, friendly ish competition I, I just i wonder if this is what they mm, intended i i mean there's they're obviously still all they, in they've lost so many people and they're such a small company so they 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 have to contract out with so many groups in order to do the things that they do, and I don't know, I don't know if they're structured to to compete with Facebook at the same level on the next generation. Like, yes, what they care about is PC, 
how do you get the benefits of standalone plus PC and not require a Facebook account? Like that's, I think everyone is kind of saying those are the three things I want, right? I want standalone. I want to have the option to go to PC when I want to. And I don't want to log into Facebook. Can Valve do those three things? I don't, I don't think so. So I, I would hmm. be, I, please surprise me. Please, please surprise me. I think you're asking the wrong question. Can they? Yes. Yeah. Will they? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Not really sure. Not really sure. Well, uh, and, and that's fine. This is as absurdly awesome as this is. Proof of concepts always uh, are a fun piece for me. And I'll be curious to see uh, what other fun stuff is coming down the road that will work with each other. <laughs> that's just so funny to see that. That's set up there. Yeah. All right. Last piece of news for the day is VR artists. They are so sad because Google shut down Google Poly. It's gone. Bye-bye. Google Poly was used for storing VR artist creations. I mean, what's the logic here? Uh, Yeah, whoever. Google focused. Every six months, it seems, Google refocuses its teams and its products and throws, throws all the teams you know, into new, new areas. And this is just a very long story for Google of abandoning things. Sketchfab. I'm going to throw out Sketchfab there. Uh, we've mentioned it a couple of times. <sighs> Sketchfab. That developer, uh, that, that's, that company has been around longer than Google, and it's still here, and it still seems to be going strong. and. The only the, the only problem is it's not the same type of service. It's it's structured to try to move you towards upgrading to a pro account, which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Is, is do you want to, you know, the company needs to make money and a profit to stay in business, and you want you want there to be a good relationship with you and the company so that they're not feeding off your data, right? You want to be paying them so they don't have to feed off your data. Um, that's not Google. <laughs> Google want you know google tried to do the youtube model it seemed like for 3d content and it it just was the wrong time of the market i think for that particular product so it's a very good chance that sketchfab might be able to get there with the right kind of funding and with the right kind of timing where they could become that but it's it's a it's a differently structured business but it's it's a bummer to have the situation where People could do a lot of things like throw up a model as an unlisted link and then share that unlisted link to another person and have that person checking out the model without the whole world knowing about it. Was Polly where, what was that? Uh, you and I tried it uh, last event we were with together. Uh, was it Spatial or was it something yeah, else? Yeah, so Spatial had uh, the API where there, you could actually speak a word and it would mm-hmm. pull in the object, a, a sim, an object that fit that word from Polly. So you could just say dinosaur, and a dinosaur would appear in front of you that someone had made in Google Blocks or something, and then uploaded to Polly. And it was a very, very, very cool idea. But I don't know. Someone at Google decided it's too far away, I, or we can buy the company instead. I wonder if. 
this is indicative of some other form of product or item that Google is putting together that they need to kill this first so that way this new product can take over. Because I don't see any logic to turning this off. I see no logic. I have yet to hear anybody say this makes sense because like, I don't I don't get I, it. I doubt it had a as 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 much as the the users who used it loved it, I just gotta think that it was a bill. It was a it was a huge red I mean, I guess it's Google. That's just server space. There's no one that has more affordable server space on Earth. So yeah, your point is is perfectly valid. It's just, I don't know. I I don't I, get it. I'll, I don't know. I, 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 I did not understand that when I read that. Um, Do I? My only theory can be is that Google is scared yeah. of antitrust, just like the rest of them, and they're like picking their battles. You know, killing off products that demonstrate that mm, that they uh, don't care about the market or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's just one of those weird things that uh, it happened. We deal with it. Um, I, I really feel bad for the folks who have been using it to store their art. I mean, it's it's like a museum burning down. Uh, it's like, it's like a, well, it's like a museum know. burning down. But they they tell you you've got you've got ninety days to get your art out <laughs> before it goes yeah, out right? of the house. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, man! Oh well, hey, you know what? I mean, we'll see what happens. That's that's the beauty of being in this industry is that things are constantly changing, and new stuff comes out, and old stuff goes away, and replaced, ever changing. Right. We, we love you, Tilt Brush. Awesome. We hope you're okay. We hope you survive, Tilt Brush. That's right. That's right. We got your back. I mean, you know, virtually. I don't. Don't ask me for money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anything in the chat? talk about uh, i'm just taking a look here i know we had some issues earlier uh with our stream it looks like those were fixed at some point um da, 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 da. looks good as always wonderful conversation uh happening in the chat i mean it's really valuable to us to see that you share so anytime you do have the opportunity to join us live and be part of that chat it's fantastic yeah uh i don't know ian do you have any Closing final thoughts before we part ways with our friends here. Check out uploadvr.com very soon. We're going to have a lot of things up for the holidays and plan to uh, end this year with a with a bang. Um, we're all work from home. The pandemic is still going. Mm-hmm. And VR is more important to our lives than ever. Yep. Yep. I watch my children every day get on to virtual school. And I think, yeah. Yeah. I made it well, about 15 pages, so let us know. We'll 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 talk about it on another podcast, but absolutely. Yeah, I'll try. Right, we'll get a I'll little try. round table discussion going. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So anyway, check out uploadvr.com, check out our YouTube page. Uh there are holiday guides and if you have friends like we do, friends and family who are constantly asking you, "What do I get? I don't understand VR." Send them to upload. They can get all the information they need right there. And it's one link that you have to send them. And then you're done. Your obligation is over. So we're doing you a favor. Check it out. Uh, okay. Well, seems to be good. Check our show out on th- You think we'll do a show on Thursday? I think so. This uh, My internet is yeah. fixed. I, I'm, back. I'm back. Great. Fantastic. Yes. No more Taco Bell Wi-Fi for either of us. I love it. We'll see. Yes. We'll see how long this lasts. It'll be, it'll be two weeks before we're both, you know. 
yeah, the wind yeah, kills yours yeah. and yeah yep yep stupid seattle weather all right everyone <laughs> be smart be safe we'll see you next time see you in the future goodbye